This is the Gang Life Redemption Podcast, and I am your host, Santiago Figueroa, an ex-gang member out of California. So let's kick it off. If you haven't subscribed already, please do so to get all my new content on Gang Life Redemption. Today's topic is the utmost love and respect for one's parents. Life doesn't come with a manual. It comes with a mother. That statement was by an unknown author. As ex-gang members, we need support. We desperately need support. But first, we must be willing to respect our families that can give it. Sadly, I did not have any respect for my family, especially for my mother and my father. I grew up amongst a bunch of knuckleheads that thought we knew it all. To love and respect your family, you must know what it means. And today, it is not common to know what true love and respect, especially the utmost love and respect, really means. I have a couple of points that I want to focus on that will help you understand why you need your family and why you must show them the utmost love and respect if you are to ever get their support. Because let's face it, you need their support. Or you know someone that needs the support of their family. The number one thing that I had done was burn every bridge that to anybody that had ever uh, tried to uh, support me and help me out. And right before I ended up catching my case for, or I fought the case, which was a where I was looking at 40 years to life for attempted murder on a police officer out in Las Vegas. I remember I had been going around my mother's house and she, at that time she was, uh, she had a boyfriend and that she was living with and she had, they had been together probably for, I don't know, maybe about 10 years. They had been together for quite a long time. And I remember one day I went over there And I was all strung out. I had been up to no good. I was running the streets. And I came over and I I brought some females over, just like totally disrespectful. And her her boyfriend, who was up, he was a pretty good dude. And um, he really took care of her. And I was talking to him and he was trying to tell me something like maybe don't be coming over here or um, just uh, he was just trying to give me some correction and I ended up spitting in his face and um, after I did that you know everything just hit the fan and my mother you know she uh, she said you got to go you know you can't be around here this is it and I think at this time as well my sister had told me not to be coming around also because there were uh, people that would just, uh, well, the cops, I think the cops that went over there looking for me. Um, one night a car was parked out in the parking lot. And I think someone walked up to the door uh, asking for me. And so I just had like all this drama, all this craziness going on. And then I had burned the last bridge, which was my mom. You know, someone who was always looking out for me, 
I always had a place to stay. If I needed money, you know, she would give me some money. And she would just try to do her best. And my mom's far, far from perfect. But she definitely tried to do her best. And if she could, she would help me out. Now, after I got out, after I did my time and uh, ended up getting out, I came back. I came back to my hometown. And when I came back, I needed the support of my family. I needed the support of my mother. At this time, my father was locked up and he was fighting his third strike in uh, Tulare County Jail. And I would go to see him at times. But what I learned at this time is that in order to gain the support of my mother, because I, I desperately needed it, I needed shelter. I had no place to go. I, even though I had changed, nobody knew that I had really changed. And even though I was trying my hardest to change, you know, people were just kind of, uh, kind of, they were, they were at a distance, wondering if it was true, if it was sincere, and if it was real, or if I was just going to backslide and relapse and go back to my old ways. So at this time, what had happened was I went to my mom and, you know, she was happy to see me. It had been a couple years and, um, you know, she gave me another chance. And when she did, I began to do everything that I could to make sure that I stayed on the right track to let her know that it wasn't vain. And what I began to do was share with her what I was doing. As I would go out, I, would, I was looking for a job, I was going to church, I was hanging around uh, positive family members, and I was getting my tattoos removed. Um, I began to volunteer in my community. And uh, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. But there's two things that, that I needed from from my mother. And this is the reason why after you burn every bridge, it's really, it really comes down to a couple of people, a few people that are going to help you get back on your feet, that, that are really going to help you get back on your feet. And what you need from them is you're going to need shelter. And this is basic stuff, but it's, it's real, it's real talk. And for those of you that you know, never went through this type of life, a life of hardship and a life of uh, coming out of the streets. And you may not understand this, but one thing I had to learn was that I needed my mom's support, that I had nowhere else to go and that I need to show her the utmost love and respect and appreciate that she is still willing to help me. And that's what we need to do. We need to humble ourselves and start from scratch start from scratch and begin to learn. And I remember there'd be times when I would, uh, you know, kind of get an attitude or um, become ungrateful or, um, you know, because that relationship is there. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of uh, bitterness that can easily rise up when you're, you know, trying to start over and you're still living with your parents. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of wounds that have not completely healed. And I would have to go to her and I would tell her, you know, mom, I apologize or, you know, I'm sorry for the way I was talking to you yesterday. Because that's what a man does. 
That's what a man does. And by doing that, it began to strengthen our relationship. You know, instead of me just going and taking off and going and grabbing a beer and just uh, doing my own thing, I would try to correct it and make amends immediately. And this right here began to help me regain favor within my community. And now for, for, for my mom and my family, I have a large family. But my mom began to, uh, and even her boyfriend, same one. And, uh, and he gave me another chance as well. And they both seen the change in me after a couple of years. They both seen the change in me. And they began to tell people. And people actually came over. You know, and I and I started to go go around, and, and people seen that it was it was a genuine change, and I was trying to genuinely make uh, a better change, better changes, better decisions in my life. And what I began to do was, you know, as 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 their friends came around, I began to offer help to my family's friends, and help my family out. I'd be helping out around the house, in the back, just in my free time. Anything that I can do, I begin to invest and help my family. And it seems something so simple, but it's something that we never do when we're out there running the streets. It's something that if we would have done the whole time, we would not have burned that bridge. If we would have showed our family the utmost love and respect. And the utmost love and respect is doing what's best, doing what's best for ourselves, doing what's best for our family. And I hope that you don't see these reasons for showing, you know, your family the utmost love and respect as as cynical or uh, selfish. But this is these are legitimate reasons, and I can go on and talk about how how precious our family is. But these are real reasons. These are things that we overlook when we're out there in the streets and we're using and, and we're taking advantage and we're coming and going. You know, we, we need to understand that our family is the foundation of our support in our lives and in our community. And we need to take every opportunity to make amends. And also not just with them, but with their friends and whoever you whoever. You let down, disappointed, were disrespectful to. Have you set a bad example for someone else's kid? You know, just start, begin to make amends, starting with your parents and with and, and, and their friends and their community and with your family. And let it, and let it trickle on down. And you'll begin to start developing and building a support system that will be a foundation for you and this path of redemption. Now, the one of the greatest reasons that I can say for you to honor, to uh, have the utmost love and respect for your, your parents, for your family, is because it will help you live a long life. It will help you live a long life. And if you burn every bridge and you burn the you burn that bridge with your mom or your dad or your parents, they are the only ones that will be there with you, be there for you through thick and thin and what you're going through. 
But if you burn that bridge, I guarantee your life it may be very short. And if it's not very short, it's going to be a very miserable one as you are alone with no one to, to, to find support in, counsel, or any type of uh, assistance. And the same thing that we... That, that, that we are to that, that we get from them in our life is what we're supposed to give be giving back to them you know as they go into old age and I, what I've seen with uh, some of my my cousins that are about my age is that you know they pretty much burned their parents out they burned their parents out being in and out of jail and um, you know just causing chaos at their house and I've had some some cousins that, and I've heard of other homies too that. What happens is is because they just act like knuckleheads and they create chaos at you know, uh, their parents' home. You know their parents get evicted, from their home, go get another place, and and then you know, the homeboys are you know the my cousin they they get evict they get their parents evicted from that place because of this disrespectful, uh, selfish lifestyle that they're living. And, and, and some of, some of these uh, homeboys are older than me, my age, younger. And um, it's very sad. It's very sad. And I thank God that I came out of that. But these, these are the, the three ways that an individual can come out. And this is how I came out of it. The first thing that I did was I began to show my my mother the utmost love and respect, my family the utmost love and respect to rebuild that support and let them know that I had changed. And while I was doing that, I would let them know, you know, this is what I'm doing. I'm out here looking for this job and I'm going here, I'm doing this, uh, getting my tattoos removed. And they can see the things that are taking place in my life. And as I'm rebuilding that support system, it begins to grow and grow and grow and grow. You know, but, it, but people know what type of person you are based on how you treat your family. And it, it's sad to say, but I have, a, I have a couple of cousins that they treat my aunt just so disrespectful, like the way they talk to her and their dad, and, and they they even beat up their dad sometimes. It's uh, I can't I couldn't ever think of laying hands on my dad, and um, and even even my mom as well. And uh, but I be and, and I almost began to go down that path. I remember one time I, I talked to my dad, and I said something to him, and uh, I forgot what I said. But he said, he said, you need to have some respect. And he said, I'll put you on the list. And I was like, at that time, I was pretty young. I didn't really know what the list was. But um, I knew it wasn't something good. It wasn't something that I wanted to be on. And uh, I'll get more into his story later. But show your family the utmost love and respect rebuild that support system and keep rebuilding it make amends 
and you're gonna have favor, you're gonna have long life, you're all and as long as you are building that support system and you're taking care of other people and not just looking out for yourself, you're gonna have people that are gonna have your back. But if you're only looking out for yourself, then uh, you're gonna have a very miserable life. And when your back's against the wall, no one's gonna be there for you. All in all, we owe our parents, we owe our parents to be the best versions of ourselves that we can be. You know, after all, they did bring us into the world. They, you know, they did not give up on us. And we need to take every opportunity to learn from their mistakes and their successes. And even though our parents aren't perfect, we can love them unconditionally the way that they have loved us. They need us and we need them. So I hope that this has said some, shed some light on why, why it's important because nobody else is gonna be there for you. You continue to be a knucklehead or, and this may not, if it's not for you and it's for someone else that you're listening to, uh, that you talk to and you know someone else that has burned every bridge, this is where they need to start at point A by showing their, their family, their parents, the utmost love and respect. And I guarantee you that with that, God will begin to show you favor and you will find favor in your life, in your community, and everywhere that you go based on how you treat your family. So I hope this touched you and, uh, if you have any questions or comments in regards to this go ahead and post them down below if you have any topics for me that you would like me to speak on um, go ahead and post them down so god bless you you have a great night